Hey there, homies. Welcome to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast featuring candid conversations about modern society. Please do me a huge favor and follow us on Twitter and IG, both at underscore stuff I don't like, and also subscribe, rate, and review in the podcast app. For a complete listing of where you can listen to the Stuff I Don't Like podcast, please visit stuffidontlike.net. New episodes of the show are posted every Sunday at 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, let's get it started. Hey everyone, on today's episode of Stuff I Don't Like, I'm joined by siblings Julissa and Tony Tig. As the founder of her own hip-hop magazine, Julissa has had the opportunity to interview artists like Kendrick Lamar, and as a musician in her own right, she's racked up thousands upon thousands of views for her amazing songs. Her equally talented brother, Tony Tig, went viral back in 2016 for his hip-hop song, Feel the Burn, in support of Bernie Sanders. And I just had so much fun talking to these two. I lost track of time. We were laughing. We were joking. We were getting real talk. So I'm actually going to split this episode into two parts. Right now is part one, which is focusing on the state of hip-hop music today, the trajectory of hip-hop in the past and in the future, and Tune in next week for part two. Thanks, guys. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you guys about music since you guys are musicians. I thought, you know, stuff I don't like. I feel like a lot of people these days are about the, you know, new hip hop is trash, new music is trash. Mm. But I thought I would switch it up because a lot of stuff are trash, but by giving you know trash people talking about how bad they are you're still promoting them and you're that they're still the only people that are heard in the conversation so instead of talking about why people are bad and you're still hyping them up talk about like people that are good that other Mm. people might not have heard of so what are some you know top musicians that you guys like that maybe aren't as mainstream famous or don't get even if they are somewhat famous don't get you know the accolades that they deserve um one of my favorite like undiscovered artists she's she's been out there for a while her name's Marga Lane and we were just talking about her mm-hmm. I met her randomly and um she's like so talented I will say she's the new age Alicia Keys Oh, wow. And she went to school for music. She plays the piano. I think she plays the guitar as well. She can sing. She sings so beautifully. She's really good. And uh, she's one of my favorite artists that I can just, like, turn on her music and listen to the whole thing from start to finish without skipping a track. Um, As far as, like, hip-hop, dang, who's, like... Well, for me, and I don't have um, a long list... My um, short list will probably be J. Cole. Of course. Because he kind of resembles <laughs> um, a collective of old school hip hop with the new age uh, mindset and being able to kind of bridge the gap. Because how I think of hip hop now, and like you said, it's, it's so much negativity, but it, it it's almost like um, if you think about, for example, like fast food, 
So think about fast food. How many everybody named Mama as soon as 2018 hit her with a New Year's resolution? I'm not eating McDonald's. McDonald's is trash. <laughs> it's the worst food ever. They food is terrible. But McDonald's sales never drop. Mm-hmm. It still stays the same. And these are the people, myself included, like I'm I'm going I'm gonna eat healthy, I'm going <laughs> vegan, I'm going vegetarian, I'm not gonna eat anything that resembles like it even came from an animal, <laughs> anything like that, right? Um so it's the same thing with music. It's 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 people say, Oh well, uh, this music is trash, but they go to the club. You're not dancing to J. Cole's music. That's true, You're not dancing dude. to Wale. You're not dancing you're to Kendrick. Gucci you're gang, da- Gucci gang, Gucci you're gang. You're dancing to Gucci gang. <laughs> you're dancing to that. So you're getting, you're getting the fast food whether you That's like true. it or not. The only difference is, is that you have to be able to somehow balance that out. Yep, Because what it's going to do in the end is once you're done with it, just like with fast food, once you're done with it, you feel terrible. Like, not necessarily you need to feel terrible from listening to everything, but... You feel empty. You feel like, okay, that was cool, but now it's like, where do I go from here? As opposed to getting music that has some lasting power in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so there has to be a balance because, yeah, if, if I'm performing in a, if I'm in a club necessarily, I don't want to hear um, my music all the time because, you know, or hear Common or hear Nas in the club because that's not what you're there for. Yeah. You're there for, you know, dancing, you know, have this. Just like when you go to you know, McDonald's, you're not going to be like, yeah, what is your uh, vegetarian special? <laughs> you guys have there. The kale smoothie. Yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're not there for that. You're there to get the junk food, and then that's, that's it. True. So that's when I when I look at hip-hop, that's what I'm looking for. I mean, I, there's a balance. Even in the, the fast food type of music I listen to, it still has to have some sort of something. You know what I mean? If I, if, if I look at your lyrics on paper, and it looks like, my nine-year-old would, <laughs> could write that, then it's probably not for me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just a balance. That's true. And I think, you know, people always talk about the old days, but, mm. you know, there's trash music in the old yeah. days, too. I don't see why everyone yeah, acts so true. nostalgic, like, back in the 90s that there was no, you know stupid songs there was nothing about drugs there was nothing mm. about demeaning women like yeah, no was, yeah, <laughs> false. It's, it's funny you say that because i was listening to today 96 there's a song everybody knows Akinelli, and he had a song his biggest song was put it in my mouth yeah my mouth. <laughs> like there's nothing there's no there's no so what are you saying that <laughs> he enjoys fellatio in a setting that no it's just like Put it in my mouth. It's like as plain as, exactly. as day. This is 96. So there's like different. It, oh. It's every generation thinks the generation after. Yeah, it's bad. It, because, but I think now it's probably on a higher scale because we have the social media. It's easier to have more access to it. And then there's, it seems that there's less to combat it. At least, at, at least I would say in the 90s and the 80s, there was probably more substantive music to combat or equal it out or balance it. Mm-hmm. Now it just doesn't seem like there's as much balance. Yeah. Or the balance is being pushed way to the left. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. I would agree. I go back to even further that than that. Like when I think of sort of substance music, I think of, you know, 70s, 60s. You had mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye, Stevie on, Wonder. Stevie. You had James Brown empowering people. Say it loud. I'm mm-hmm. black and I'm proud. Yeah. Those were, you know... Songs that meant something. I'm a fan of all music, of all genres, of yeah. all years. You know, I'll be listening to Cardi B. <laughs> 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 I 
I can I can I can make money moves on my way to the protest. I think it's just a balance. That's the one thing I would say is missing. I think sort of people now are just chasing fame rather yeah. than perfecting their craft like Man. i've heard people like little uzi vert literally say in interviews like i don't care i'm just trying to get some money right now if i'm gone <laughs> in two years like who cares i got my money like this is the mentality yeah, sure. people but, have. but i actually have i have more respect for artists who do that and i said true. because i said that a long time be, ago be I, real. Yeah, I said i wish artists would just say i'm just here to get this do- i'm just here to get these dollars that's it what you want to do with my music and how you want it to affect you, that's that's up to you. But I'm here to do that because now they already like they putting the cards on the table. That's a true. lot of times artists didn't ever did that. They were like, "No, nah, man, this is this <laughs> is music, deep. man. This is just music, man, and this is just what it is, man." And then uh, I'm like, "No, nah, man, just be real. Just say, look, you you know this is what's gonna make you money. Mm-hmm. You trying to make money to better your life and your family. You don't care really about what people are listening to. Yeah. More people, that's you just want to get your money, and that's cool." Do that, and then, you know, let people, if they still want to follow you, which they will anyway, yeah. because that's what they'll do, then, you know, that's on them. Just like, what well, iPhones. Apple just, Apple just, they said, <laughs> yeah, we, um, our our phones, you know, when we do the updates, it does slow the old <laughs> yeah. models down. Yes, yeah. this is true. People, people still got the sixes. They yeah, still got I'm the I'm recording this on iPhone right and now. Nobody <laughs> it, right? And when they upgrade, when they upgrade, guess what? No one's gonna say, "No, you damn it, I don't want an Apple." You either gonna get the, you either stick on still stick with Apple and deal with it as it comes. I don't know. I think I might switch. get a Pixel. Samsung is like, hey, Samsung's like, we've been telling y'all this for years. <laughs> Galaxy Eight is now in store. <laughs> yeah, I just hope I don't blow up from that. <laughs> Switch. <laughs> I just got a new iPhone too. iPhone six. Siri gonna come after you. Siri gonna, I watch. Um, have you ever seen the Boondocks? Of course. Did you see the episode when Grandpa got an iPhone? No. Okay, so it's the episode where Grandpa gets an iPhone, and he's talking to Siri. He loves Siri. Siri's the, <laughs> Siri's the bomb, right? And then so he has Siri. He has Siri trying to hook him up with women. He's like, Siri, find me a woman. And so Siri gets jealous. Setting him up on dates. And then he's like, Siri, because Siri, what Siri started doing was Siri started sending text messages and all kind of crazy photos and all kind of crazy stuff that Grandpa wasn't doing and the women wouldn't like him. And he's like, Siri, what are you doing? And she's like, I just don't think those women were good enough for you, Robert. It should just be me and you. And so he, sw- oh so he switches and goes to Android with Alexa or whatever. And, uh, and then Siri somehow hacks a little phone. You thought you could get rid of me, Robert? So it, it was, oh man, hilarious. that's like Black Mirror level. Yeah. They were ahead of their time. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, you got your ass. One of my favorite episodes. Did the Boondocks still go on? Mm-mm. No. They stopped after the fourth season because um, um, Aaron Magruder wouldn't be a part of it. Oh, why? So he wasn't able. He didn't even write any of the. He wasn't even part of none of the fourth seasons. Oh really? I did DJ not Poo. know that. It was all DJ Pooh, but. They had the the formula had been so it had the same, yeah. the same. Yeah. it was already established so it wasn't they, wasn't they technically didn't need him yeah but he created it. but he created it yeah because I used to read the uh, the, the comic comics book. yeah on that newspaper I was like the only thing I read was the Boondock that was hilarious that was a good show you know that was a woke show before it was cool to be woke because <laughs> you see all the different elements of black people on that show. 
And yes. I love it because because Huey was the the black militant, yeah. mm-hmm. do everything right by black people. Huey uh, Riley was the he rebellious. Hey, I'm out here getting it real quick. Hey, you, you hating? You hating everything? Everything? When when you try to tell him that's not a good idea, Riley. You mean you hating? <laughs> Nigga, you hating? And Grandpa had the old mentality. Was like, hey, we got to go out here to make sure we Shook doing it right. And yeah. Exactly. And what was the other one? Oh, the coon one. Yeah. What are y'all niggas? Always messing something up. Y'all messing up. What was wrong with slavery? Had three males a day. All the sun you can handle. Niggas can't appreciate nothing. Oh my god! I remember there was an episode when Martin King came back and he was he tried to throw a brick at him. He's like, we was happy at the back of the bus. (laughs) Martin Luther the cone. But it, it it does show that's real talk though. I mean, it's like obviously exaggerated for comedy, but yeah, you, that's why it's someone, funny. Someone the not truth is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see people true. like that in everyday life. I see yeah. people like that on Facebook all day. Oh yes, you know. I think that's the hard thing too about today and, and music. Going back to music because I feel like you're talking about Marvin Gaye and stuff. I think there was a time when we were trying to unite, you know, and we were, the, our struggles, we used our art to voice how we were feeling. Right. And now we don't really need to, I mean, in a sense, we still see that in every day, like the Kaepernick thing and stuff, but I don't know, that something happened along the lines, money, capitalism, the newer generation doesn't really relate to that as much. You know, so it's just like, I don't know, that's something my great-grandparents went through, you know? I think now it's just because things are more subtle, like... It's Kanye true. said in that old song, racism still alive. They, they just be concealing it. <laughs> so it's easy to be complacent when, like you said, oh, well, I'm not poor anymore. I'm I, like, I don't have to do this anymore, but you're still not really free. Right. It's right. just more of comfortable attitude and right. that's how you can keep people sort of subdued mm-hmm. right there's always yeah there's so there's, there's so many there's so many just different levels and um you're still at a point where we can climb the ladder to a certain extent and then it's like you've gone far enough now yeah so, <laughs> all right you've seen all you can see there is no pot of gold so <laughs> And then it, it, and then also with music, especially in hip hop, eighties, um, nineties, early two thousands, the history and what it started from, the origins and what it means in the culture was, um, it was still evident. We all we still knew. Now it's like, yeah, hip hop is for everybody, which it is, but it's <laughs> like there's no sense of what it means. You know what I mean to be a part of it. Um, and you can, I mean, you can say that with music in general, but I think hip hop, since hip hop, I think they've already, it's already been established. It's already been studies done that hip hop is the biggest selling oh, of market course. and yeah. genre of music. So, but it's like, so now it's, you can see like the people, um, uh, um, who listen to hip hop or, or part of hip hop now, they have no idea about the true origins of the culture. They just know that hip hop is dope and I want to be a part of it. But do you think that. I was having a conversation with my brother who also, you know, he's older than me. So he grew up during the 80s and 90s when hip hop 
first started. You know her from LA. Ice Cube right. lived by him. Like he right. he knows all these people, DJ Quick and stuff. And he was saying that, like basically, he thinks that black people are the only ones that don't respect <laughs> their ancestors. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying how hip hop, everything's about being new. Like, the best thing is about being new. When you see band, like, when you see, like, a white band, they'll still respect the Beatles. They'll mm-hmm. still harken back to the Rolling Stones. They have, you know, museums dedicated to these people and the young people that are starting their new bands. You know, they still study the classics and they, uh, you know, formulate their sound on the classics. Whereas, like, you have people like Lil Yachty saying Tupac is trash and right. that whatever like Nas is overrated like we have no respect for people that come before us it's always whatever on to the new the new thing rather than having respect for the foundation because those people even if you don't like their music you can have your opinion but without them you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing so we should be lifting people our forefathers up instead right. of saying like oh that's old that's played out that's wag get out of right. here old man like that's a mentality the, the, the youth has right I, I think the reason why that is though in hip-hop is because hip-hop is probably the only genre that the sound changes um so often country music hasn't changed the only change that is that it really makes is that either a either sounds a little bit more popish or two, it adds elements of hip hop. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like Taylor Swift, for example. Yeah, Taylor Swift not gonna be accepted by hardcore country music. Well, yeah, I mean? she hasn't she's, been she's country. Changed. Yeah, she right. hasn't been country right. in a while. But but I mean, yeah, but just yeah. but just watching the progression, hip hop is the only thing that the sound changes so much that you're like, well, I'm not this anymore. We're not this anymore. This is not where. Just like even right now, like if I listen to an OEZE uh, or even listen to NWA. It's dope because I can remember the, my mindset listening to that then. But if I'm a new person, if I'm a new, uh, and yeah, if I'm you know if I'm young listening to hip hop now, this is not the sound that's everyone's listening to. So now it's like it's easier for me to have less respect for it or less regard for what happened before. It's like oh yeah, I remember that. I, I mean I, I give credit for those dudes, but that's about as far as they you know feel they should be. So Trey Songz was like that too, right? Remember you said Trey Songz was like. When they compared him to R. Kelly and something like that, he's like... He did a whole diss song. To R. Kelly? Yeah. Not that I co-sign R. Kelly for anything. Let me just put that out there. Well, his yeah. music, music... For his music. His not music for is his good, but not for... Trapping you know. women in the basement. <laughs> None of that. But you know what I mean? I like, it is... It kind of... It does bug me a lot, too, because I feel like I, as a an artist, I can't evolve unless I listen and tap into other artists that have done it before me. And even if someone says, one of my favorite things now is like when someone compares me to someone, I love it because then I, I get to study that artist. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, what did they what did they hear, you know, about me that sounds like that artist? And I love to just like dive into that and, and you get that appreciation. And then, you know, when people talk to you about music, you actually have something to say, you know, but I don't know. But maybe that just goes back to like you are an actual real musician Whereas some people, maybe they're just trying to get some money, so they don't really care about <laughs> artistry. True. I think, uh, I think for I actually had this like, what's it called, revelation not too long ago. Like my purpose isn't me being an artist or a musician. It's so much bigger than that. But I get to use 
being artists to to tap into that, yeah. you know. And I feel like when you know your purpose, you know, you know that music or whatever you do is just a part of you. Like someone's like, "Oh, you're a rapper." I'm like, "No, I'm actually I'm not a rapper. I rap, yeah, but like I'm what's so your much, purpose? Yeah, then? I'm so much bigger than that. You know, to, what do you? think your purpose is just to tell Me? yeah what is it my purpose is to um provide m&ms to all the people <laughs> that like chocolate no you know no you know what's weird i've always i i've always had the weirdest encounters with people like i i love um we grew up in inglewood mm-hmm. before we moved to or down the beach i guess we were moving on up like that. down the beach that's where i beach. live you live on the beach <laughs> Oh yeah, so we um we but we north or south north. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't grow up there. I'm from Hoth. I was born in Hawthorne. Okay, so I was nearby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I went to Hawthorne High for two years. Yes, yes, and then I moved to Orange County. Uh oh. Then I escaped. Irvine. <laughs> oh, when she said she was from Irvine. I was like, I'm not from Irvine. Oh, I I'm lived bad. in Irvine. I was, I was like, I'm literally there's like five black. Yeah, people that, that was me. Me, uh, my mom. <laughs> yeah. And three others. The yeah. girl that went to the other black person at my elementary school. And That's crazy. No, I'm Irvine crazy. No, but uh, we grew up in Inglewood, and our parents, um, what they did was they started their own musicals and they started their own oh. production, and um, and so they wanted to give back to the community and show them a side, a different part of our culture that isn't, mm-hmm. you know, exposed to them. And they would pick people from the uh, the community to be in it and act. That's and that's where cool. we kind of got our start with, like, being in front of people and all that. <clears throat> so I feel like a lot of me, a lot of my purpose, I feel like it's really just getting back to the giving back to the community. And I've always kind of wanted to, like, have my own center, kind of like the YMCA or uh, Boys and Girls Club. But uh, really talking about music and helping helping kids learn about music and stuff like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. You will you will do it. The yes. intention is there. The spirit is pure. Hey, <laughs> pure spirit. Yeah. No. I would say some of the artists that I like that maybe don't get enough attention are people like Joey Badass. Mm. Uh he just yeah, he's saw I just saw a video he did a cover of Prince When Doves Cry, mm. but he called it When Thugs Cry. Oh, <laughs> it's really oh, dope. dope. You should listen to this it. Did one back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And uh this female rapper Samus, she's very mm. good. I like her a lot because she's just on some like intellectual sort of rap she talks about you know gender discrepancy you know sexism racism class discrimination like she's very very she's smart she's like a phd candidate at cornell slash rapper you know so she's really cool um i also like this girl Lay Kaylee forty seven. She um, sounds familiar. She wears like a ski mask all the time. <laughs> She's really good. Her style is more like like electronic influence than I would say just straight hip hop. But she's very good. She, you know, produces her songs too and uh, writes them. So does Samus. Uh, makes the beats and writes 
So I really respect that because that's hard to do. Very hard. So I think it's just important to lift up people who deserve recognition instead of, you know, tearing people down that already have recognition. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's, true. I, it's 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 always about just like when people tell you to eat healthy, they don't you don't have to necessarily bad mouth um all that's bad for you. You yeah. don't tell people what's good to eat. Because people don't do what they want to do. People like, do. do mm-hmm. Yeah, but and and um and even with like hip hop some of my sister does, it's like um uh if you look at Michelangelo in the Sistine Chapel, when you look at all the details that he did and how long it probably took to you know take to do that at that time. So doing that and then you know you can appreciate art. If you can if you can appreciate that art and then as opposed to now where people can take a piece of paper and, and draw a stick figure. Stomp on it. On it. Yeah, draw a stick figure <laughs> on it and be like, this is art, man. This yeah. is art. And then people will say yeah, you know that is art. No, you don't understand the complexity of the stick figure that he. No, it's a stick figure. Okay, if you want to tell me that's art, but you can't tell me that you look at the Sistine Chapel. Not just a bunch of just colors, man. That's just colors. Anybody can. Anybody can do that. You give me a paintbrush in thirty-eight hours. I can do the same thing. But this stick figure right here. You see how quick you did that? You that. that literally sounds like people. That it. is so true. I just went. Have you been to the Broad Museum? No. Okay, you I should. You will. You'll long. see some of that art. <laughs> I went to the Broad. It's nearby where you filmed that video. Really? Yeah, it's nearby there. But so everyone hypes up this Broad. I'm like, I, you know, I'm a graphic designer. I'm an artist. That's my career. Uh, let me go see this art. One of it was literally just like a canvas, just painted like a with a green triangle. That was the art. I'm like. The fuck is this? They had some good like I'm not I will say I like it's not that I don't like modern art. I like modern art, but I don't like non reprint uh representational art. Like I don't wanna look at something that's just some shapes or like just some splatters. Like to me, like if other people want to appreciate that for me i shouldn't shouldn't have to get an explanation as to why this is good if i can't look at it yeah it's just like a joke if you gotta if you gotta explain a joke it's not funny yeah, it's true. if i gotta explain the punchline in the song then no don't do that very true yeah if just I... because you had a couple of you know a couple of beers and then you decided to get a paintbrush and draw a square on a, on a piece of paper that don't mean it's art it just means you were drunk and lazy you on a sunday afternoon that is all that means to me you know, agreed that's it. a lot so, of artists gonna be triggered by this they can be triggered be talented well, because uh, <laughs> have you seen some of jim carrey's art He's really good. I thought, was, I thought he was good. And then no, the I whole think community he's... of artists were like tearing it down. No. Like, see, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, and they broke it Jim down. Jim Carrey is talented. I, I like, saw that. I was like, <laughs> Jim Carrey? I saw and his art because I wasn't expecting. I'm like, come on. Yeah. What's this fool doing? But Jim Carrey is like one of my favorite people on earth. This man is like on another dimension. Yeah, like people really say is. woke. He's like 
out of the stratosphere. What was that movie? That you, movie he did the uh, Truman the Show. Truman yeah. Show. that was like you should see this. He did a Netflix documentary, it. The Man I on the Moon. It. Yes. After I watched that, I became obsessed with Jim Carrey. It was like googling him the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. That's how I found out about that art. The art he did, and he did this one interview. It like went kind of viral. I don't know if you've seen it, but he was on the red carpet. And the lady was asking him, like, oh, you know, you're here at the Icon Fashion Award. Um, what do you think? Are you excited? He's like, I just came here. I wanted to find the most meaningless thing <laughs> I could come to. <laughs> He's like, you celebrating this for real? <laughs> it was comedy. Just going in oh, on this shit. lady. He's like, icons? What is an icon? <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're an icon? He's like, no. I believe truth uh, exists beyond the personality. Mm. And he's like, you know, the universe is just some polyhedrons and quarks. Like, he was going real like, deep. Right. And this lady was just like, did not yeah, understand. I'm like, man. That's why I didn't work out with him and Jimmy McCarthy. <laughs> like, you a real, you a real one, Jim Carrey. He was using too many big words for <laughs> Too him. real. Too real for the people. <laughs> he <laughs> needed to watch this interview. I was dying. Ugh, I gotta watch that now. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, and that truth, yeah, that thing, that was what, uh, it was Andy Kaufman. Yes. I think, but the one thing I, because I, I watched that movie, and I think the one thing about him in that movie is that he, he tried to over-channel Andy Kaufman. That was a mistake I think he made in that movie. Because even, I think, um, some of the people were saying, like, I think I remember the wrestler. Yeah, he was called. saying he wasn't like he wasn't that. He was like a nice that. person. And yeah, he was... Because he was really overdoing it to get into the element. And I think that's probably what was missing. Similar, but, but that was because he didn't, he didn't get a chance to experience... Meet him. Yeah, yeah, because if you look at Jimmy Fox and Ray, he actually got a chance to meet... Ray Charles. Uh, Ray Charles. Right, and spend time with him before he died. And, um... And there's enough there for you to really pull from. Same thing with um, uh, Will Smith when he played Ali. Mm -hmm. The script wasn't really well written, but I thought his portrayal of Ali was really good because there's so much of Muhammad Ali that we can see from different elements. And Andy Kaufman, I don't think there was that much because his career was so short. And he was a very private person. So you really would have to take from what People will tell you if you choose to go that route, if you choose not to, and then just try to learn on your own. Sometimes it can be a little bit more difficult. But yeah. I still think he did a good. I mean, Jim Carrey gives one hundred and ten percent on every single thing he does. Yeah, I oh, feel like he uh, is underrated. Jim yeah. Carrey, goat, extremely. <laughs> you got a what? What's awesome show? We got a friend that's doing a one man comedy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's doing. Who's he doing? Harry Belafonte. Yeah. Oh. And he's really gotten into mm-hmm. like his character. I think you would like it. I want to see a that. It's a, it's it's like a one man musical, pretty much. I was lucky enough. I don't know if you guys have heard of Into Action, but it's like it's this so art good. gallery slash activist panel. It was it, mm. today was the last day, but it was Aww. going on for the last mm. week in down. Not really downtown, like more towards Chinatown in L.A., but it was amazing. And Gina Belafonte, uh, Harry's daughter, she was one of the sponsors of the event. She's an activist for the Poor People's Campaign, which was started by Martin Luther King in the last couple years of his life. And it was basically about how, you know, in America, 
it was their slogan is, you know, in the richest nation to ever exist, there shouldn't be poverty. Mm. And Dr. King's work towards the end of his life was more focused on, you know, reforming the capitalism in America and and so her work with that was really inspiring. But this event was crazy. Like, I left there so passionate. I cry, almost cried a couple of times because the artwork was very in your face. It touched on themes of racism, of, you know, immigrant issues, of sexism. They had a panel uh, with John Legend and Brian wow. Stevenson, who is a, a lawyer and activist. And they were talking about, you know, the criminal justice system and how that needs reform. They had a panel with Vic Mensa, and he was talking about Palestine and the situation there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he was explaining why, because he got to he went there last summer and spent time there. And he said he saw the the parallel issues between, you know, how Palestinians are being treated and how people are being have been treated here. And it, he showed a music video he made for his new song, and that was crazy. They had, like, Black Eyed Peas were there, and their, their new song is really good, Street Living, if you haven't heard of it. But, mm. yeah, so they were talking about that. They showed this comic book that they made. The Master of the Yes, Sun. I bought my it. Friend. I bought, oh, my oh, God. I friend whose friend, like, helped. Do the graphic? Oh wow! It's like some weird. It's stuff. like some futuristic. Yes. I because it's augmented reality, mm. so you can put like your phone or iPad or whatever over the comic book, and like the characters pop off oh. and start singing and stuff. That like some dope. of the voices, like Mary J. Blige is in the voices. Wow. Snoop Dogg. They had Stan Lee do it, like because it's distributed by Marvel. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Very crazy this event. It was so yeah, great. I, about it. I know. I think they're planning to do it in like different cities, I guess. So maybe I hope they do it every year. I would hope it would even be a permanent museum because mm. it was just so powerful and to see people, you saw people, you know, babies there, teenagers, mm. elderly people, just all sorts of people there getting the message and it was very, uh, Brian Stevenson said, you know, we need more truth telling spaces like this. Cause it was very like, I, I was like, I'm man, they're saying this in front of these white people. Like that's how I felt yeah, like, a few times. Around, like, I was like, <laughs> but they, they kept it real and it was very, very cool experience. And that's, it sort of inspired me. Like that's why I started the podcast. Cause I wanted to make a, truth-telling space Mm. where people could just come and be honest and you know I feel like there's not too many places like that anymore people scared to say the truth because you might piss one person off so you don't want to say anything like less of that say whatever your truth is and fuck it if you don't like it (laughs) (laughs) you don't like it that they problem exactly need more truth
Thanks for listening to part one of my interview with Jaleesa and Tony Tig. If you guys like what you heard, please come back next week to listen to the conclusion of the interview. And do me a favor, also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Both are at underscore stuff I don't like. Please subscribe in the podcast app. We're also in Google Play Store, soundcloud.com slash stuff I don't like. You can also visit stuffidontlike.net for a complete listing of all the places that we are streaming. I also have a couple blog posts up, so if you want to go visit the website and go to the blog section, you can check out a couple blogs, and please tell the homies to listen to this podcast, because I'm trying to glow up in 2018. (laughs) Thanks, bye.